so it doesn't matter who you report into as long as the person leading product has autonomy. So if we can continue to do our jobs, uh, as in like we set this, the, the strategy, uh, <laughs> not strategy, a strategy, a strategy, uh, we, if we can set the strategy and get everyone bought in and like it's not top down and people listen to us because we provide evidence-based um, feedback and objectives and outcomes and whatnot, then sure, it doesn't matter who we report into because there is that autonomy. Welcome to Product Growth Leaders Topic of the Week, a podcast that explores product management and leadership topics through interactive conversations with our product leader panelists. Conversations that will challenge you to think about your thoughts on the topic and perhaps get you to change your mind. I am Grant Hunter, co-founder of Product Growth Leaders and the host and facilitator for these conversations. Listen, subscribe, and add your voice to the conversation every week in the Product Growth Leaders community. Hello everybody, Grant Hunter here with another Product Growth Leaders topic of the week. Steve, how long ago was it that you started writing about the concept of the product management triad? I mean, that was a long, 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 long time ago. You know, I'm not positive. Uh, I started blogging in 1999. I remember that. And it was probably around that time because uh, the way I started blogging was I got an email from a, someone asking a question that they wanted clarification on. And I wrote an entire email and then sent it. And then three weeks later, got the same request from somebody else and completely rewrote the email from scratch again. And then the third time I went, wait a minute, I, I've done, I know I've done this before. And it may very well have been the product management triad article that uh, was my first, I, I suspect my first blog post. So, and so for those, do you, do you want to do a quick explanation? So this week, our topic is the product management triad. You want to do a quick, for those people who may not have read your work, uh, do you want to do a quick overview of, of the triad? Uh, sure. Um, what I find is that there are three different kinds of people who are attracted to product management. Some are strategists, some are technologists, and some are, are marketing people. And the way you know which one you are is what is the first Microsoft Office product you launch when you start a new project? You know, do you do, you do PowerPoint? Then you're a marketing guy. Do you do Excel? Then you're a strategy guy. Do you do Word? Then you're a, a technical guy. Um, but anyway, we, we find that people gravitate to one of those three roles, regardless of how the job is defined. And... Uh, we need all three of those to be successful. And, and this is one of the places where I think I see there is a lot of confusion. We even had some in the community when talking about this. Mm -hmm. I grew up with pragmatic marketing. I grew up with, you know, or at least I grew up as a product manager. I didn't have pragmatic marketing when I was a kid. That would have been a long, long, a longer time ago than even right. you. Uh, but I, I grew up with the strategic role of product management. I grew up with product strategy, technical product management, product marketing as this triad. Yet in the past decade or so, the great concept of the product trio or the product pod where product management, product design and product delivery come together. And sometimes people 
think product and they automatically go to that trio where we're looking at this subset that is product management, these trio uh, of product management. And I think it's, you know, I, I you, probably the second blog you ever wrote is about role, uh, is about titles. And so there's, there's the issue there is that we always have the issue with that. So on Monday, we put this question in the chat. Which of the three roles of product management is most misunderstood and why? And actually what it started out with was, what are the three roles of product management? And so we had to share uh, the triad in, in, in your, your great uh, recent article on the three roles of product management. Uh, and just to catch everybody May, up, the three roles are, you know, business planning or strategic role. You know, what products are we going to build and what markets are we going to serve? There's a planning role that is sometimes called technical product manager or product owner that's largely around what are we going to build next? And then there's a go-to-market role of, okay, great. Now that we have this thing, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to increase the growth of our product? Back to exactly. you. And so, thank you, Steve. And May, you, as you do every week, you came with some really incisive looking at the what I'll call the it depends of product management, right? In different scenarios, things are different in, in these roles are needed differently or misunderstood differently. And so you walk through sort of a BDE product, large company, big, long sales cycle. And there's going to be a different need there than there is. I'd say a B2C has product market fit or a platform inside of an, you know, a, a digital transformation doing it. Talk to me about your thoughts on these three roles and, and where they fit differently across those types of profiles. So like independently, there's an huge body of knowledge for each and every one like you know you, you look up strategy you can have more things that you could then you can shake a stick at um <laughs> when you talk about products management most of it is surrounding how do you prioritize at a little more like the the thing you're trying to build level so um lots and lots of work about prioritization more like the near-term road mapping um how do you set okrs and build towards that with your team and like what are the best ways forward in like you know in the more agile tradition so there there are there's that aspect of things and then there's product marketing which has its own like whole separate you know 20,000 podcasts on it um so all together they, they've, got a, have, they've got a whole alliance for it uh more than that there's there's I'm, like five different product marketing communities that I follow so it's like all of these things together there's huge bodies of knowledge for every single one of them and I feel like like by it on its own each of them are relatively well understood, especially if you're an expert in that domain. However, where it falls apart is how do these things work together? You know, <laughs> it's like I am starting, if I am starting a company and I need to introduce a product management discipline, I'm scaling from like 10 to 50 or 50 to 100 or 100 to 200 or 200 to whatever. Um, what changes? How, how does this grow? How does it evolve? Like, when do you bring in product marketing? What even is product marketing? Where does product marketing report into? How does product marketing work with product management? Um, what the hell is strategy? Why are there people who are strategy who aren't product managers? Why, why are people who, who are labeled strategy sales? You know, like, when does that evolve? How does that evolve? 
what is product strategy in the context of your specific organization? And all of it is extremely contextual because like your needs for an independent product strategy person might depend wildly depending on your market, the specificity of your product and the domain experience that you need and like the availability of product people who also understand that domain. So what's available to you? Who can you get? Um, are you chasing uh, a purple squirrel? Like, how do you fill that team with the people that you need? And specifically to get to that, what are the jobs that need to be done at your organization to build that better product? Um, and how do these roles kind of fit into how you want to work together? No, completely. And it, you know, while you were talking, uh, and actually while I was reading it before, it made me really think about some of the conversations we have about in, with companies looking to introduce product management, the role of product management. And sometimes we have to understand, and we've had this conversation many times on this call, product management happens even if you don't have people with those titles, right? And so especially in a growing company, there are some times where product strategy is going to stay at the senior leadership level, what for good or bad, right? Uh, you know, some people in their comments talked about sometimes it's bad that it happens there because product leadership, you know, the senior leadership is going with their golf course friends and whatever else, and maybe not a true understanding of the market. But at some time, when, when you're adding product management, you need to decide, are you going to keep product strategy at the corporate level with some of the founders? And maybe at that case, you need to bring on product management. Uh, I was just talking with uh, one of our private equity partners who, who deals with you know, lower middle market companies, most of the companies don't, some of them don't have product management when they start, they introduce it as they grow. And now they're like seeing at the tail end of their whole period, they need to start thinking about product marketing because, you know, at some point we need to do optimize it where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And, you know, I, this is an ultimate, it depends question because it all, it depends on your company and the current situation, of your company, it depends on uh, the industry you're in, uh, you know, and, and it depends on sometimes where your company is uh, with Agile and how strong the technical department is, right? I think that technical product management get mis more misunderstood where there's that gravity of an Agile shop that's pulling people into it. I don't know, uh, sort of where my head was on this. Uh, Eva... You thought about this, you said, for a couple of days and leaned towards product planning being a bit of a convoluted mess. Uh, talk to me about where your head is on this. So I answered this question from probably a different perspective. I answered this question from the perspective of being a convoluted mess within a company, like not what people are assuming product planning is from outside, but like actually in a company, like... I don't know. I just see these these plannings to be somewhat of a scribbled line at times where like who I I don't know. I have I have so many thoughts about this, but like one thing are like the stories and the tickets. Like I'm not a product owner. Anyone can create a damn ticket. Like don't wait for me to be online to work on something because there's not a freaking ticket. Um, you know, I it's uh, uh, anyway. And that's just one aspect, but there's other aspects too, right? It's like who is going to do the follow-up? Who is going to be on these reviews? Who is going to be like tagging these to the appropriate sprints? Like we don't have scrum masters. Who's going to 
fill that role? Who's going to fill the void? So I think for me, the planning is just still a chaotic mess, at least what I've seen. Well, and I think to your point, I love the fact that you took the lens of what your experience is. And this is sort of, I think, where I meant it to be. You know, that's where the it depends comes. It all depends on your company and where you are. I wonder if, you know, and as I said, I think where you've got a more tech-centric company, the role, it, it, the expectations of the role, what's a product owner versus what's a product manager? Does the product manager get pulled into product owner and that type of stuff? To me, I can totally see in these tech-led companies, wow, it can be, and, and you work for a, a tech-led company, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, and especially if you work with other engineers and product and designers, like I don't have, like in my previous job, I was always working with the same designer, the same engineer. That was it. With this other company that I'm in, I'm working on so many different products, both internally and externally facing, that I am meeting with people all over the globe. And it's it's hard because you can't be on ceremonies every single day of the week. It's just not, it's not conducive to your own work, so. Or your mental health. <laughs> and for what it's worth, Eva, you're only supposed to have one or two squads that you work with. And, and that'll actually be a part of our, uh, we'll talk about it in a, soon in a, another topic of the week, but I think I need to, I've got a question around scaling that, right? It, to your point, Eva, if you're working with the same people over and over again, you guys can set that understanding, right? It's when and you become you're working, a team. Yeah, it's when you're working with, you're being, you're jumping from team to team and either, and they're probably working with different product managers too. And all of a sudden they've got three understandings of what product management is. You've got three understandings of how the teams work. And, and it, that's where I think, Planning could be a totally convoluted mess, as I think is what uh, the word you used uh, in, in your in your Monday post. Awesome, thank you, Eva. Corey, and I think you you started with misunderstood by whom, and I think you know May started off talking about how each of these individually probably has a lot of a book of knowledge, a, a strong book of knowledge and stuff out there on each of them. Uh, Eva took it to this, you know, let's look at this from the lens of, you know, my lens, my company, my situation. Uh, talk to me, you, planning is the most commonly done, marketing is usually done by others and strategy is the one done poorly is the way you answered it. Does that change with the lens? I think it does. I mean, it, a lot of it depends on where you're at and what you're trying to do, right? So I've seen it, uh, my first response was, who misunderstands these things? And I think everybody does to different degrees. We misunderstand it when you ask the question to the community. We see other people misunderstand it when they're talking about, oh, that's marketing job, or that's somebody else's job, or that's not your job. Why would that be your job? You're just a product manager. Uh, so I think it's confuse, confusing just depending on context of who you're talking to. Uh, I think what I've seen is planning is okay, it's done well enough to make progress. Marketing is usually done by a marketing group and there isn't a product marketing function in product management, at least the places that I've been and I've worked with. Um, and marketing is kind of low on my list anyway, so I'm, I'm picky about that. But the strategy part of what problems, what markets are, or what problems do we want to solve for which customers um, and how do we want to go about that is the thing that either is not done well or done very, very poorly 
because it's the the typical um, we think we're going to do this for this customer instead of interviewing customers, understanding their problems and deep understanding of their problems enough to iterate on solutions for them, which is where the planning aspect comes in. But the the which area, which sandbox are we going to play in? Which field are we going to play our game on is the one that people, in my experience, fail the most at. I, I can see that. I, I, I mean, I'm biased, aren't I? I mean, Steve isn't, you know, I always lean towards strategy being the. Oh, yeah. And there's two things that I, that I got in my head while you were, while you were, while I was listening to you, Corey. The first one is, gosh, at some companies, it's not that product strategy is misunderstood. It's that it's not even known, right? There is not a function of product strategy. There is not product strategy happening. Right. And so if it's not even known, is it misunderstood? <laughs> you know, is this a uh, Schrodinger's Schrodinger strategy? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, you know, is it there or is it not there? It's, you know, does it matter if it's bad? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the other the, the second thing I, I lean to and I tend to think strategy on this one as well is. At least in the past, what, two years or so, Steve, since we've been working together, I think more often than not, when we talk to clients, there's more unknowns and challenges around strategy than there is on the, the other two. Uh, and so for me, that's where I might say, just from anecdotal, uh, are, are, are going through this, I think that that's why I might lean into that, to that being the case. And you know, that's where a lot of my baggage is with salespeople. I mean, I, I love, I love working with certain kinds of salespeople, but I've encountered so many that are like, I didn't, I didn't pay attention when you were talking about strategy. So I just sold our financial services product to an airline and you just need to, you know, add these 75 things to the product in order for it to meet the needs of the airline. And it's like somebody above both of us, you know, above the sales rep and above the product manager needs to say something definitive, like this is our strategy, right? And uh, I remember vividly, I worked in a startup and the president said, you know, we're going to focus on financial services. And five minutes later, you know, Kevin, the world's worst salesperson said, yeah, but I'm talking to a, a, a college right now. And Jack said, well, let me rephrase that. I only pay commissions for contracts in this market segment. And suddenly Kevin's deal didn't seem so important to Kevin anymore. Uh, in that, gosh, that could, I was at uh, a partner conference in the fall and I sat down at a table and uh, senior director of new products and innovation for a, a large publishing company said, you know, Grant, I'm struggling. We, we've launched these new products and we can't get sales to care about them. We can't get any traction. And a CEO of a big company who was a keynote speaker was sitting at the product management table, which I thought was pretty cool. And she said, it's your comp plan, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And maybe this goes to back to strategy is if we don't get alignment on strategy and that alignment means comp plans being aligned, right? Marketing being aligned, then it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what we do. Uh, and you know, I think that's a place where I go to uh, often with that. Dominic, you don't want to add more complexity, but we need to clarify what we're looking at. And, you know, the confusion you said is around product owner. And uh, you brought it up before we, we, the conversation started today. 
what's your take when, and then we'll get to the polling where you brought up product ops as well. So maybe you're trying to make it a, what's a triad with five? I, I, a quadrat at least maybe if product owner and technical product management are similar, but talk to me about where your head is. Yeah, so, so and obviously maybe the, the product owner uh, discussion, maybe a, a different po podcast here, but um, I, I think, and I'm, I'm you know, aligning with uh, what you said early on, Grant, and what Corey was saying uh, on strategy, uh, the, the biggest challenge that uh, we see is having um, strategy reside with leadership and saying, hey, we're, we're, you know, we have the strategy and influencing and trying to uh, build on you know, our um, needs in a product manager's roadmap that don't align with you know, customer insights. And that's where it becomes really uh, difficult to balance you know, the two objectives, the corporate objective and actually the needs from the market, needs from the customers. And I, I feel that you know, um, the, the, the role of product strategy is, I mean, misunderstood because it, I, I feel that you know, there's uh, not a recognition of the importance of a product strategy. Uh, obviously, that aligns with organization, you know, strategy, you know, understanding, you know, um, you know, capabilities and capacity as well. But the big misunderstood uh, misunderstanding is the existence of the role of product strategy, and that, that's what, what I see. It's it's kind of a side. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to it, right? Kind of thing. When we, we see planning, yeah, there may be chaos, but uh, we have armies of individuals, you know, <laughs> delivering, right? Instead of, you know, yeah. taking the time up front, uh, looking at the, the strategy. No, definitely. Steve, you have a comment. Well, you know, Dominic, that reminds me of when I started long, 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 long time ago. Product management was always a strategy role. It was always about um, where are we going to play? You know, what products are we going to build? How do we um, how do we empower the team to address these problems that we're encountering in the market? Uh, and I I think Grant made this point earlier. It sure seems like uh, maybe in parallel, maybe it's not correlation, but I mean maybe it's core. Uh, Correlation, not causation, but certainly during the early 2000s, uh, as we had started adopting Agile, we started pulling these product managers into product owner roles. And yet it's really funny when you read the books on uh, the definition of product owner per scrum, uh, they describe it as a business role. And yet in so many cases, it's implemented as a business analyst role, and, and not a product manager role. And, you know, and, and this is where I, I, I draw the line uh, today. You know, very simple question is, do you know how to do a business case, right? Do you understand business value, right? And if I get this, what are you talking about? Okay, I, I, I got my answer, right? I'm not talking to a product manager, period. Mm. I mean, that, that's simple. <laughs> 
I, I, I was talking to Saeed Khan. Saeed was on a couple of weeks ago with us. You know, he and I were having a conversation, some other stuff that we're talking about. And he said, you know, I think I gained clarity. And, and if you look at how we've named our course, I think it resonates with Steve and I. He says, you, the problem is we put the emphasis on product, not on management, right? What we really need to do is put the emphasis on management. It's product management. And when I, when I used to teach uh, in, in the MBA program at Rutgers, B2B marketing, I always told people, if you don't know what a, something is, flip the words. What is market research? It's research of the market. What is product management? It's management of the product, just like it's management of the brand in a consumer product good company, right? And so our course is manage the fundamentals of managing products. It's not about product management. It's about managing products. And I think the business case is, is, is right on there, Dom. And you've seen the numbers from our research before. I, hell, I think you took, you were one of the respondents in our survey a couple of years ago, where we found that 91% of product leaders identified strategy as important or very important. That was the highest amount out of all uh, of the functions. Strategy, fundamentals of, of managing products, technical project management, soft skills were the, were the op options. Highest important, very important strategy, lowest competency strategy. And I think that gap is huge. Uh, in whether it's caused by the agilization, is that a word, Steve? Did I just make that up? The, you know, agile, the centrifugal, centrifugal force, gravity pulling more resources into that, I don't know. Uh, but it definitely is something that I, I'm passionate about this business role of product management and that it's a strategy stuff. Steve? And, and one more rant at, um, I think when I was coming up, product managers always came out of a business degree. And nowadays, many product managers come out of the engineering school or they come out of engineering itself. And so they yeah. go to where, I mean this in a nice way, they, they do the work that they know how to do and they enjoy doing. And that's why, again, many of them are not actually doing product management, they're doing development management. Or feature management uh, at that type of level. David, you know, you started off trying to look for the, the differenti differentiation between the product management triad and this product trio, design, development, and yeah. product management. But then once we gave some clarity, you said it seems to be in practice a blending between strategy and TPM. Talk to me about at least your experience. Yeah, I mean, I think I was I was trying to place where that product trio, that pod trio functions, right? It's not in strategy, yep. certainly, but especially when you have a like a zero to one product and you don't even know, you know, your strategy is let's go find where the value is and see what problems are out there. Maybe we have an idea of what jobs people want to get done, but we're probably going to find out we don't really know. Um, that product planning leads the strategy in a way, you know, it's like a feedback to it. Um, and so then that's where I, my, my gears start spinning. It's like, well, how, how do you separate in a healthy way where strategy ends and the planning starts and how do they, they feed each other with what they need, but not step on each other and start doing things that they aren't each each other aren't um best optimized to do i guess can we call out that these are roles and not people <laughs> like not, not necessarily sure. people yeah, yeah. Okay. no and and the smaller the company 
the less product management resources you have, the more likely that product manager needs to play multiple roles. And there's been a time in my career where I was a product strategy person, a technical product manager, and a product marketing person. And as the old joke goes, three different hats, just don't wear them all at the same time because it looks silly. Uh, but you, you, uh, one thing that I'm going to go back to something Dom said, and I think that one issue we have here is you talked about how we start a new product and it's really more of a technical product management person. That's a very startup type mentality. It's a very, I come from big companies, right? Even yeah. the small companies that I, I was at were $250 million division, dollar divisions, right? If you're yeah. working at a multi-billion dollar public company, it's a new product starts with a product strategist, so somebody true. who builds a business case, where if you're at a startup, it probably starts with a product tech, a technical, a product planning, technical product management type person. Or with, uh, I read a magazine I, on the plane. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the CEO pulling the, you know, the hippo card, right? Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that depending, and it goes back to the, it depends of product management. Uh, I've got a couple other things, but Dodge, I, uh, I want to get to you. you. You said you think a lot of people misunderstand that product marketing is a dedicated role. What people misunderstand is that sometimes, uh, sorry, I'm reading too fast. Yeah. My gist of what you got is product, often product marketing is a, decade, a dedicated role. Often uh, technical product management is a dedicated role. We even have product testing as dedicated roles, but often there's not a product strategy role. Did I yeah. slow down and get it right? Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, and you know, especially in like, the military and the public sector, there, there's no marketing there. I mean, they don't have to sell it. They don't have to go to market. When something's built, it's like, all right, here it is. You're ordered to, to use it. This is this is the tool that you're going to have. There, there's not sales. There's not the marketing aspect. So there is no product marketing manager. But government doesn't even realize that, the, that it is a job title. They'll put it as a business analyst as who the product manager is. Uh, or they'll title it as an engineering manager because, well, you're, you're managing the product and the engineering team, you're both hats. So that was where I usually wore was, was those two hats um, coming up as a developer. But uh, yeah, and although everybody can strategize, there's, there's not really that understanding that it's, it takes so much time to, to understand the, the market what the pain points are, you know, if you're going to be the voice of the customer and say, well, we need to build this, um, you know, usually the technical product manager or product owner or whoever's focused on the here and now what's being built, they'll work on like a fiscal year of, all right, this is what we're going to be building in the near term or what we are currently building, but someone else usually will need to focus on what's after this year. What's, what's the market going to need? Um, what's the strategy there? And all of a sudden, maybe something comes up because you're so customer facing at that strategy level that maybe you got to talk to the technical product manager about maybe we need to squeeze this one in instead in the fourth quarter and move this, this one to next year. So that's where that overlap comes and the collaboration of so, someone that's looking long-term, someone that's looking short-term, and then someone that's dealing with what's already out there, B, 
being used and what's the feedback of how well that's been received. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, One year I, is too I, long to plan for. So much can happen in a year, but when they're building features, you know, may have responded to your, your message. Yeah. Um, you no, Josh, you're doing just fine. Time. I can sit back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Did anybody see uh, John Cutler's this week came out with his roadmap and product planning thing? Uh, and it was two, it was two diamonds and where they overcame, you know, there was an overlap, right? Basically saying the roadmap is sort of the long-term vision and the product planning is what we're acting on now. And it was just, I think too often people try to use them together and it's like one, six months, maybe, right. It, you know, the other one is giving us a, a vision and sort of a, where we're going beyond that. But, uh, Dutch, when you were talking there, it was making me think about Cutler's, uh, what he had released on roadmaps and, and uh, release plans uh, and that type of stuff. I, God, I, you know, I feel like I could dive into, even in a enterprise IT digital transformation, do you still need these roles? Do you need product strategy if you're just doing internal products? Yes. Do you, do you still need product? Obviously, you need technical product management. That's where you're seeing the most of it. Do you need product marketing? Uh, for internal, no, not necessarily. You need, you need someone that makes sure that the message and the maybe training guides or whatever internally are created and stuff. But I don't, I don't, I personally don't see that as a marketing role. That's usually external facing, in my experience. Corey, where's your head? And then I'll get to you, May. Do you need a person doing the role or do you need the skill set on the team? I like that. Because I, I, I approach that the way I've been approaching it a lot lately is that same type of thing is we're trying to build a collaborative team that works together toward the same goals. And if somebody has that skill, great. Uh, if nobody has that skill, maybe that's the skill we need to hire for. We need to train somebody on it. We need to get somebody focused on that. But that's not their only thing that they're doing. And maybe they do other things. Maybe they're doing strategy and marketing as an idea. But there's there's yep. skills that you want, not silos of activity that happens with a person. And so, so basically, the, my whole thing was, even if it's an internal product, we still need all, all three roles. Not people, individual people, but we need skills from those roles. You need those activities. Okay. Maybe is a better way to say it for, for me. Yeah. May, any other thoughts on that before I move? Yeah. I mean, depending on the, the, where the product in its life cycle, right. You need different skill sets, obviously. Right. Yeah. So that, and it can be a, you know, a mix within a portfolio of products. Yeah. And I think. May last word before we go to the poll. One more thing to think about is scale, right? Uh, um, even if one person can do have the skills to accomplish all three jobs or all three types of work, um, it's a lot of context switching. And as you scale, there's more and more of each specific thing. You'll need people with more specialized skills. It might be good to bring on people with more specialized skills. So at a, some point in time, at a certain size, at a certain scale, it makes sense to have dedicated people doing this work. 
focus on this work and then scaling that as a team. And yes, the, the silos grow, but like, you know, when you have a, t when you have a, a company of 500 people or a thousand people, it, it's, it becomes an unfortunate necessity with the focus. Maybe like, I'm sure there's ways around it, but I think like, there, there are the roles and then there are the people and then there are the teams. So I think it's important to just like keep that in context of like, what company are you talking about? Yeah, no, <clears throat> again, back to that, it depends. Uh, <clears throat> on Wednesday, we put the poll in the community and the poll question was, which product management role of the triad is most underinvested? Product strategy? technical product management, product planning, or product marketing, product growth. Uh, Eva, I'm going to let you start on this one. You, you were one of the people who were part of the 25% uh, who voted for technical product management, product planning. Uh, and I think from the conversation earlier uh, on the Monday question, you know, I, 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 is it just a, con a continuation of your experience right now? I think... I am a previous product owner, and that was my quote unquote official title. So I am definitely able to kind of speak to product owner and technical product management at times being a very parallel existence. But I don't think that product owner should be an actual role. It's just something that someone does as part of their day-to-day -day job. So with that, that is why I selected product planning as being such a still such a scribbled line because I mean it's it's not even understood outside of companies who don't know what to hire for it's understood within companies when they get on these product planning meetings and when product isn't invited to product planning meetings or when these meetings are held at like 4 30 a.m I'm not going to jump on a 4 30 a.m sorry guys but the fact that like we're an afterthought sometimes to these product planning meetings can be very discouraging uh, it, it definitely can be. I completely and totally get that. Uh, so 25% technical product management, 25% product marketing. David, is that you who voted for product marketing? Or had you not voted? I did. Okay. Um, it was close for all of them. And I went with that, I think, primarily because of growth, product-led growth now being such a trend and it being well, what is it really? You know, is it marketing just encroaching the product? Are you just doing marketing tactics here instead of there? And you know, is it is it is it product encroaching into encroaching into sales? I mean, yeah, yeah. But it is product, and it goes back to the the comment I I made uh, in the thread. It's if you just yeah. say, "Hey, I manage products," it's like, oh well, yeah, how it's marketed and how you you get recurring signups and drive yada yada yada. That's all part of it. But when you look at actually the history of product management and what it is in a lot of organizations, it's, it's a bit of a weird thing to graft on there. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, it. And I think it depends on the organization because I see a lot of work, even though we do have a book of knowledge and a lot of people focused on product marketing, I still see a lot of organizations that have marketing and not product marketing. Uh, and they're still not looking at the marketing from the product side. And I think that's an important thing. So I, I, I could get behind it. I did vote for strategy. This was not me setting up Steve for strategy to always be the, but it always is. Uh, Dom, <laughs> you asked about product ops. Uh, to me, I, that's the over, that's sort of the internal scale thing. And maybe in the future, I would add it and 
you know, Paul Hatala wanted his it depends because he wanted to go on some stuff. But you, you then said product strategy, you voted for product strategy. Talk to is it same basically what you just were talking about earlier? Yeah, I mean, just to say consistent with the you know the previous question, um, because it's you know misunderstood that this is where we invest the less, right? I mean, ultimately, and, and that's that's the challenge I, I think we 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 may see. I mean, it, uh, I think when I I, I talk about you know building better products, right? Uh, it, it comes in it comes from many many areas, right? How to build better products, and if you don't you know pay attention to your you know strategy, obviously, well, how can you bring you know uh, accelerated go to market? How how do you get you know uh, delivering the right product for the right pain point, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I think that the challenge is just being able to justify or find the ROI on investment, you know, uh, upfront. Uh, and there's many ways, I, I guess we, we should spending, we should spend more time trying to justify ROI on all these activities. And there's different ways to do that. Uh, to get proper investments up, up front. I mean, that's a long, heavy wind uh, answer. Yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, the, the more expensive the development of a product is, you know, say durable goods, capital equipment, you know, whatever it may be, the probably the more you spend up, the less expensive it is, the probably the least you do. I, I love it. Corey, strategy also, the research, the data, understanding, anything else that you want to add? Uh, that idea, I, I wrote that idea of in, investing versus insisting is interesting when it comes to strategy is we're going to learn what our yeah. market wants versus insisting we know what the market wants or we don't care. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reason why yeah. strategy is so under uh, invested in is because that's the first time you get to see if you're going to fail or not. And if you fail at strategy, <laughs> then your business is sunk if you fail at delivery it's not the it's not the strategy's fault but if you fail at strategy or if you could possibly fail at strategy let's even caveat that one more if it's likely that you could fail from strategy then you would spend more time to learn is this the right thing to do or not versus just insisting that we know and charge Kick forward the like brigade. <laughs> yeah no i i completely and totally agree with that i know that doesn't surprise uh, May, you also voted strategy. Any anything to add to what's already been said? Uh, mostly just that it's a lot of the hidden work that we all do, like not just product managers, but like product marketing, everyone else, everyone technically in the leadership role supposed to do strategy, right? You have mm -hmm. to think about what is the more long-term thing while fighting all the fires. So it's like a balance of that, like operational, how do we get stuff done, people management, and then strategy, whatever that means. Um, so, but it's not recognized. It's not un like it's, it's, there's a ton of literature out there, but you know, how do you actually do it how do you invest in it how like the, i see roles that are like actual you know product strategy this is my job but what does that even mean you know like so so 
yes, it's, but that's rare, right? Most of the time we expect our product managers to actually take care of the delivery and also figure out what, what we're doing. Um, and a lot of that work often gets like allocated to product leadership, which just becomes a giant list of things that you have to end up doing. So what does it mean to be doing product strategy? Yeah, and, and I, I, I know there was a conversation somewhere, I don't know if it was on one of our top of week calls or somewhere else, where it's like, God, we're asking a lot of these product leaders, because not only do they have to manage a team and help groom a team, but they also have to do strategy often. And, you know, should it be a separate role? Should there be a people management role of product leadership and a strategic role of, pro of product leadership to do that? Uh, Dutch, I didn't see you uh, vote. You Are you voted after I pulled it in? Where did you go? We'll go with strategy. I, I don't think I have anything else to add, though, based on what everybody else has already been saying. I agree yeah. with all that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Steve, I get, you did not vote. Uh, and, and I will shock you in my response, which is um, strategy. The, uh, I know, I know, I know. Um, what I, but I, I want to amplify an answer from a moment ago. I think one of the challenges is because we don't have someone focused on strategy or, or competently focusing on strategy, the senior executive team becomes strategy. And uh, as, as someone pointed out, and then what gets dumped down on uh, product management is, hey, here's an impossible set of deliverables. We need them by next Thursday. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, dis, the, the people determining strategy are so disconnected from the realities of the way the business works and also the realities of their market that they're simply uh, not doing uh, a very good job of defining who we are. I, I did a session a, a while back and someone in the room said, you know, you, you simply can't do something. I forget what it was. If you don't, uh, if you don't know your product strategy. And half the people in the room went, oh, then we're screwed because <laughs> you know, we don't have a product strategy. What we have is the feature factory. Yeah, and, and I want to call out a comment David made in the chat. I don't want to have a whole conversation because we, we don't have much time left, but he, you, you in, he interviewed for a senior product strategy role and after four rounds and not getting the job, both sides concluded they didn't have a shared understanding of what product strategy was. And wow. so if, if people are interviewing for it and they can't even agree what it is, you know, I think that that definitely goes into at least that first question of misunderstood, but, but probably also uh, underinvested and undervalued. Uh, I'm going to get one question out here and we, I don't, I'm not going to have time to get everybody to extrapolate on it before we get to a wrap up. But that question is, what is the impact of product management roles reporting to different leadership? We've, wor we've worked with companies, we've talked with companies that the product strategy reports up to strategy, product marketing reports up to marketing. And technical product management reports up to CTO engineering. What's the impact if if these are divert if are these this are dispersed? I could see in some cases the decentralization could help, but it seems that they, they have a hard time getting, in my experience, they have a hard time getting through the stovepipes. Thoughts. May you look like you want to say something. I do but i'm like what can i say uh <laughs> so so it doesn't matter who you report into as long as the person leading product has autonomy 
So if we can continue to do our jobs, uh, as in like we set this, the, the strategy, uh, <laughs> not strategy, a uh, strategy, a uh, strategy, uh, we, if we can set this strategy and get everyone bought in and like it's not top down and people listen to us because we provide evidence-based um, feedback and objectives and outcomes and whatnot, then sure, it doesn't matter who we report into because there is that autonomy. Um, on top of the autonomy is like, how do we relate to the other teams? Now, one of the things that often happens is whenever you have new leadership come in, in order to prove that they are important, they generate this project that's gonna really make them amazing or whatever. Uh, so that, that becomes an issue if like product does not have that autonomy and they get this make work project. So I think it's important as long as that is allowed and they have autonomy, I, I don't think it's an issue. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about everything else. I'll let everyone else talk. No, actually, I, I, I love that. And I, I've talked on this call before about how we need to atomize decision-making and push it out. We need to put strategy and enablement and clarity and communication to make sure everyone knows what's going and we enable them to do their jobs. If we do that, I think it can survive that way. Uh, but then you fight the friction of corporate hierarchy uh, when doing this. We, I got maybe time for one more person to comment on this uh, before we go to the wrap up. Anybody have a dying Corey? I'm not dying, but uh, to reinforce what Eva said with misalignment, which is you're, you're working for different purposes. You're working with different incentives. You're working at, at cross goals sometimes, even worse than misaligned goals is directly conflicting goals and that would be bad right yeah yeah so you have to have that alignment right so it doesn't matter you know if you have alignment you can do this right if you have good playbooks and good clarity of roles and who does what you can do this but those are some of the hardest things to get steve any last thought before i go because i it just it hit to what we've been talking about a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Uh, what I have found is that the VP of development is always going to be the VP of development, uh, not the VP of product. The VP of marketing is always going to be the VP of marketing and never product. And most product marketing people that I have encountered are, in fact, little product, big marketing, they, uh, 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 which you've heard me talk about before. Um the ideal scenario is clearly that the product roles should report into a uh, uh, into the big chair, you know, into uh, at, the, at the same level as development, marketing, marketing and sales. I, I like that. I, I tend to agree. Uh, wow, what a great conversation! Uh, so, on to the wrap up. What are the biggest learnings or takeaways from this conversation, Eva? I'm going to start with you. My biggest takeaway is product is a frickin' mess. <laughs> Can I quote you on that? You may quote it's, me. We're gonna, we're gonna have our sales presentation and it's gonna start with a quote that says, product is a frickin' mess, Eva B's. Eva B, the Eva B. I prefer a different F word, but I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put that in the sales presentation anyway. Thank you, Eva. Dom. I think uh, what um, I, I really love the, uh, the the context that actually may shared around the um, the misunderstanding of the role uh, depending upon the various sizes of the organizations. 
I think yep. that, that that was uh, kind of insightful. As somebody who works for a global 1000 company, <laughs> a different perspective than maybe a startup might have. Absolutely. I get it. David, welcome to the call. Uh, again, glad to have you here. What, what's your takeaway? I'm more confused about these roles <laughs> than I thought I was. But that's the start, right? To to know to know the the to know the known unknown unknowns, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, the first step is uh, acceptance, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's more to know than I I knew I needed to know. Yep. Awesome. Dutch. Um, besides what I just wrote in chat, since we're short on time, I don't really have much. Um, I, I know the companies have tried to change what they're doing and see who has to report into and uh, all, all depends on who the people are and whether or like has been discussed autonomy is is available and people can own and be responsible for what their their position is um, and where their focus is are they focused on the business are they focused on the development are they focused on the customer uh, I, I i think that's one of the big takeaways i had dutch is that every yeah. company is different and this is going to be different in every company and you need to figure out the company and even the situation, division product, whatever it may be. Awesome. Thank you, Dutch. Corey. Uh, this will not win me friends or influence people, but the discussion here and the discussion of a lot of things, how much of it is just convoluted, utter bullshit that we wrap <laughs> ourselves around to make ourselves feel good and doesn't affect what we're trying to get done. Gosh, I, if cursing was going to come from somebody on this call, I thought it was going to be Eva. Uh, May. How do we then, given this conversation, uh, unify strategy across the organization so we can align incentives against them as well? I'm speaking my language. Steve. Every organization is unique. And the key to creating best practices is to take common practices and adapt them to your business, including the utter importance of getting clarity on roles and responsibilities. I, yes, uh, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes to everybody. And I'm gonna say, <laughs> strategic alignment you know i'm going to go back to to what may was saying if we don't have that strategy from the corporate level that can cascade down the, it doesn't matter what the roles are because we can't get the stuff done anyway <laughs> i mean it, it 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 really it really to me comes down to the strategy stuff and we have to have the strategic alignment and the strategic alignment can enable us whether it's centralized or decentralized uh with where we need to go uh Gosh, what a great conversation, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, David Meese, thank you for joining us. Hopefully we'll get you on some future calls. Uh, next week in David, you know, thank you for sort of spurring this. Next week, we're going to sort of take a different pivot and we're going to look at the product team or pod, right? Product management, product design, and product development. And how do we ensure better collaboration across that team? How do we, we talked about it a couple of times, people getting there. How do we do that? So that's what we're going to talk about next week and top of the week. Uh, and we do this every week, right? Monday, the question goes in. So Monday, a question is going to go in about the product trio, product pod, whatever we're going to call it. 
Uh, Wednesday, we do the poll. And on Friday, we have these amazing calls. Uh, Dom, David, Dutch, Corey, May, Eva had to leave, my friend Steve. Thank you guys for an incredible conversation. I, I, it, it pushed me. I grew. And that's what we do, why we do this every week. Thank you so much. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week in the community. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Product Growth Leaders Topic of the Week. If you haven't yet, go to your Apple, Android, or favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another episode. For more great content and to participate in the Topic of the Week conversations, go to community.productgrowthleaders.com and join the conversation.